Yo! What up, everybody? It's your boy, the Mustache Messiah, Maja West, and this is I Got Next. Yeah! Again, I'm back. I'm always leaving, always returning. But guess what? Enough of that. I got a special episode. I got International Hooper, a mean Stevens with me. And he's got lots of stories. He's got lots of hoop adventures. And the boy's foreign. So what's up, me? What's good, man? Happy to be here, family. My boy. I appreciate you, dog. You could be doing anything else in the world, but you're here right now with us. And again, many blessings, bro. I really, really appreciate you. Yeah, man. I mean, this, this goes back to Sugar Creek, man. You so already know. What is wrong on deck? It's nothing. What is wrong on deck, boy? You know what it is. But look, everybody, if you guys don't know what I mean, Again, international hooper, started at the creek, switched to Mount Vernon. Yep. Went to Mount Vernon. Presbyterian. We don't even talk about that, though. Creek boys on deck. We know what it is. We didn't talk about that. He had to do that for his, you know what I mean, for his livelihood. <laughs> so we understand. We get it. We get it. We know where your heart lies, my brother. But, yeah, man, I mean, he's a professional basketball player. Again, professional, meaning he gets to pay to dribble a basketball and put it in a hoop. To put it on folk head, he get money for that. So he's living the dream. This is something that we all wanted to do since we was kids, man. And uh, like you said, we go back to Sugar Creek, bro. We've been playing against each other, with each other for years. If y'all don't know, Amin has been busting my ass since like, <laughs> it's like fucking this is Dorville like a, days. Dog, Dorville since days. Dorville, man. Oh my God, been busting my ass, bro. I'm talking about me and Amin are a year apart, you know, so we're very, very close when it comes to the basketball stuff. We're, pooping in the same type of little age group so you know uh for everybody who didn't play any organized basketball when we were in middle school um my sixth grade year your seventh grade year they didn't have no like team for the school or nothing like that we didn't have we had an eighth grade team but we didn't have sixth grade and seventh grade team exactly once i got to eighth grade then they made sixth grade team seventh grade team exactly yeah by the time you got to eighth grade i got to play on the seventh grade team Right. So, but before that, you know, if you're not in eighth grade, you couldn't play for the school. So you had to go, your parents had to go and find different rec leagues for you to play in. And um, we grew up in Lilburn. So most people, well, Lilburn, Norcross area. So most people is playing LBA, and that's the Lilburn Basketball Association. Very local rec, rec league, average rec league. You know, most people played in that. But what people didn't know, you just traveled down probably 20, 15, 15, 20 minutes out the way, go to Doraville. That's where the hooping was at. That's where all the competition was at, that Doraville League, man. I, I, I want to say everybody played there, like people who like, really hoop. And uh, don't let me fool y'all guys. I wasn't no premier hooper at that time or nothing like that. But <laughs> my pops, you know, he knew what competition was. He knew, like, hey, bro, if you want to get better, play with these kids because these kids is hooping over there. So, you know, I'm over there playing with all of them, get my ass bust left and right. But I don't give up. I got heart. I got heart, cuz. <laughs> But, yeah, man, that was sixth grade for me, seventh grade for him. And let me tell y'all something. This man's team bust our team in the championship game. Something serious, dog. When I tell you, first of all, his team went undefeated that year, right? Undefeated the whole year. I think the only time they almost lost was to get against our team, like, the regular season or some shit. Our team was trash as hell. Who'd you play for? <laughs> Who, who'd you play for? We played for, I played for Gonzaga. We, we was, he was Gonzaga. We was Georgetown. Georgetown. There it goes. He played for Georgetown. I played for Gonzaga. And my team was ass meat pretty much half the year. I don't know what happened. We just got a bunch of chemistry, and we just started winning games out of nowhere. 
Like, we was projected to finish last place, I think, at one point. And a means team was projected always to win the championship. So what happens is my team ends up getting to the championship game. A means team is already there, of course, undefeated. I think the thing is, we was going to have to beat them twice. Was it like that back then? We had to beat y'all twice, right? I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay, that might have just been LBA then where you had to do that. But in Doraville, like, yeah, they was already – they had the cake ready, dog. Like, I'll, I'll never forget that. These niggas had a championship cake <laughs> ready. Hey, I, I didn't even remember Bro, that. Bro, championship cake ready. <laughs> I'm sitting on the bench looking at that shit like, oh, these niggas are disrespectful. <laughs> these niggas are disrespectful. And – I know we're in the age of equality and everything like that, but this is back in the day. They had a girl on their squad. Again, this is all oh. boys. This is all boys. They had a girl on their squad. And hey, she was better than me. She was raw. Hey, she was raw <laughs> to a certain extent. Like yeah, She was still a girl. She know. was still a girl playing with, like, we're not, like, 10 years old, guys. This is 6th, 7th, 8th grade. Well, not 8th grade. 6th and 7th grade, boys. So we're hitting puberty. Dudes is starting to get muscles and stuff like that. Dudes is hitting their growth spurts and stuff like that. So this is a girl running point guard who can dribble okay, but she's not hitting, like, boy puberty yet. So Or not yet, but she's not hitting boy puberty. So you put some pressure on her. You put a little bit of muscle on her. She's giving that ball up. And they still won the championship <laughs> with her running point guard, dog. That tells you what kind of crazy shit they had going on. So I said that to say this. I know I mean very well when it comes to the basketball court. I've been getting my ass bust a long time by this man. I think I have good jurisdiction to say I knew he was pro material. Probably like I think I think his ninth grade year, my eighth grade year. That's what I kind of knew. Like, oh no, this nigga's good enough to play pro. Like I'm thinking NBA bound because we live in the same neighborhood, so we playing outside together shooting around together, doing little stuff. And I know how I shoot around. I know, like, I've made some crazy shots outside. But there's been shit that this man's done where I'm like, nah, this is not regular, dog. Like, <laughs> Those were the glory bro, days, man. Just, like, I'm talking about, like, fouling? No, who cares? Like, he's not calling foul. <laughs> Niggas is hanging off his arms, elbows. Like, he's not calling nothing, dog. Just going up on us. And I'm like, this man, not even, I don't even know if you're a full year older than me, bro. And I'm like, this is crazy. <laughs> This is different. And, you know, at that age, if you're honest with yourself, you know things are different, bro. These people are not the same. Some people are just different. And I don't know if it was your your God-given, like, physical gifts. You know, you're born with height. You're not a small man by any stature. But I don't want to just give it to, to your natural abilities. I've seen you put in work, bro. I've seen that shit, man. Talk, talk about that, that work behind the scenes coming up as a youngster that people don't know about. I mean, at first, you know, you just got to have a love for the game, man. I remember not even, if anybody doesn't know, Lucky Shows is one of the local parks in Gwinnett in Norcross. Yes, sir. I mean, no matter where I live. I mean, I used to live right next to it, so I was already familiar with it. I used to ride my bike there all the time. And even when I moved and I was still a mile and a half, two miles away, I was still, you know, make my way up there. And this is like, what, I'm 14, 15, no car. None of that. You know. Mom's Sometimes at work. I had a bite. Yeah, mom's at work. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, I, I got to touch a rock. Mm -hmm. So that, that was pretty much the only way. You know what I'm saying? You just got to love it first. Then just putting in the work, it just, it just comes naturally. And, and that love that you said, people, people throw that word around a lot. And again, being honest with myself, even me, I, I, I know I do love basketball. 
but there are levels to that shit, bro. And I think when I was younger, I didn't really see it as well. But now that I'm older, looking back on it, there was times where I would go do some other shit rather than like go outside, work on my handle, you know, try to ride my bike to the gym and, and get some work in. I would go play fucking Yu-Gi-Oh or something. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Like, right. I mean, and I, and I know you did that too, but you would make sure you get your handle, you get your dribbling in, you get your shots up, you get some sort of work in and then go do your other stuff. And I know for me personally and a lot of other people, we didn't have that love for the game that we said we did. You know what I'm saying? I really loved it. I really liked it. Enjoyed it a lot. Right. My favorite thing to play, but... You know, I'm not waking up at 6 a.m. to go do that kind of shit. Not many people right, are, right. and you see it on the court. And so that love, like you said, translates a lot. You already, you could tell who really cares or who really don't just by working and all that shit. But, yeah, so you go on Lucky Shows, riding your bike up there. Uh, you, like, like I told people, you're tall, dog. So I know people probably thought you were older than what you were at a young age. So I'm sure you were playing with, like, if not grown men, like 16, 17-year-olds. But I didn't olds. start growing. I didn't start growing until end of my ninth grade year. Well, I'm short, you know? so you've always been taller than me. <laughs> so I was playing I was playing point guard with uh in eighth grade. And that's where the handles come in. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's where that comes. Then then I had the growth spurt, and then it, it just continued all the way through high school, probably a little bit through college, too. And now high school, man, is is that where you really started to, like, kind of see like hmm, I might be a little different I might be because I, I know you you your peers are great too man like we grew up around a lot of good hoopers so you know it's right. not like you you know growing up you're the only one that's good at basketball we got all kind of people that's yeah I got lucky to uh beginning of eighth grade before we moved into Sugar Creek I was living in apartments and I had Jarvis living right across the street I didn't Jarvis know that. dad yeah Jarvis dad had NBA tryouts so Jarvis already, you know, he had the he had the work ethic. He knew certain things I didn't really know about the game yet. So I was lucky to have him around, and you know, we riding bikes to Walmart on La Vista for ankle weights <laughs> so we could dunk. See, what I'm saying that's different <laughs> and, dedication. And then we ride the bike back to Lucky Show as soon as we get the ankle weights. Like, hey, let's, let's play in them. Like, let's play up in full court, one on one, or whoever out there. We're gonna play against them while we wearing these ankle weights. Like, you know, what I'm saying we was like, we was in eighth grade. We was like. It's, it's time to be dunking, like trying to get, get right, it. trying to get it too. And I do remember a lot of y'all just start dunking out of nowhere. Like I remember one practice, nobody could do shit, and then <laughs> you come back later, nigga. We all playing in the little scrimmage games and shit, and I'm seeing these niggas dunking warm ups. I'm like, boy, what's exactly. going on? Like, but I, I didn't think I would even be good. Like you know, you everybody dreams of NBA, NFL. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, we all want to be stars, but. We just playing for for the most part, and you know we just thinking whatever happens happens. So yep. I'm in ninth grade, tenth grade, so ninth grade season goes by. You know I'm not thinking anything of it. Then I go have AAU, and I'm like, yo, I'm. That's when you realize how good you really are. Now you're not playing just people in your county. Yeah, you're playing the whole state. You're playing out of the state, mm-hmm. and you're still and you start getting numbers, and you're like, whoa, okay, that's 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 cool. Then tenth grade year comes. Uh, I had a good year on the JV team. Played varsity as well at Meadow Creek. Oh, and let then, people let people know though. Let people know we went to Meadow Creek High School, right? This is in Gwinnett County. For everybody else who's not, um, who doesn't who doesn't know Georgia sports counties and all that other shit, we're in Gwinnett County, and this is your tenth grade year. So this is oh six oh seven, right? My freshman year. 
So people who are in the know, there's a guy named Chris Allen. Okay. He was ranked. He was ranked. He was up there. This guy would end up going to Michigan State, everything. Should have been in the NBA, but that's another story. But Chris Allen is the guy at Metal Creek. The guy. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is the man. He's really the man in Georgia at that time because Lou Will's gone. And for all you don't know, Lou Will, NBA player, plays for the Clippers. He went to South Gwinnett High School, a school in our region that we would have to play. He was already gone by the time I got to high school. Um, So I didn't have to deal with that. But this is the kind of shit that we're seeing. We're seeing people like this. You know what I mean? Like, grade A quality hoopers. This is not no regular, like, run-of-the-mill 4A school. You know what I'm saying? This is, like, right. the top of the top shit. Yeah, so, Gwinnett County, Cobb County, I think were the two main counties that were class 5A at the time. Now I think it goes up to 7A, but we were 5A, which was the biggest. Which was the biggest, At exactly. the time. And, and uh, yeah, like you said, Chris Allen, T'Andre Williams, these are guys ranked top 50, top – Chris was, like, top 30 yeah, by Chris the time he finished. 30. Yeah. And, I mean, this is – so, the competition level is not low. This is not little basketball. This is big shit. So, for him to be able to play varsity his freshman year with these people on the team, that means something. As a freshman. As a sophomore. As a sophomore, as a sophomore. So, oh, my bad. Sophomore. <laughs> don't matter. Sophomore, freshman, don't, who cares? Don't need too much gas. Don't, hey, shit. Whatever. It don't even matter. <laughs> it don't even matter. You know what I'm saying? As a sophomore, that shit is crazy. Because that's the year that they – that was Chris's fresh, uh, senior year, right? Yeah, 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 that was his he, best he went, year. He went bananas, and yeah, I think crazy. we finished with like twenty-two and seven record, and so, lost yeah. to lost to Norcross, of course, in the states. Yeah, like always, always. <laughs> like always. But yeah, so okay, tenth grade, you really start to see like, all right, I can hoop AAU. Okay, I'm killing niggas. You start to get more attention. Talk about that attention from from not only your peers, but I know you're garnering some, some attention from some coaches now too. Right. By the time I finished nationals in 10th grade, uh, that's when I, coaches are giving me their little business card, their card, letting you know that you that they're interested in you. So I'm like, wow, this, this is a division one coach. He interested in me. Then I go back to Meadow Creek. We start school junior year. I, I'm getting packages in the mail. I ain't, I ain't played a game yet. Crazy. Uh, junior year. So I'm like, wow. Like, that's what I realized. Like, dang, I could be a division one basketball player. You know what I'm saying? That's a different kind of experience I can only imagine. Like like you said, they played a game yet senior year, you get packages from schools you're watching in March Madness and shit. So I'll give a little bit of uh, inside look for people. His junior year is funny. The summertime going into his junior year, my sophomore year, we outside playing and stuff. School's about to start maybe in like a week or something. So we all like, okay, this is about to be a cool year. It's about to be a fun year. You know, talking about basketball, talking about shit, like, you know, what you about to wear the first day? What you got your sneaks and shit? And I remember, like, this dude at me was like, yeah, I ain't really get my um, school clothes yet. I'm not going to be at uh, Meadow Creek like that anyway. And we're like, what? <laughs> we ain't going to be at Meadow Creek again. But these dudes, we see what's about to happen this year. Everybody's about to take off. I could tell. Everybody's about to go to a new level. And he's talking about he's not going to Meadow Creek next year. We're just laughing. Like, yeah, all right, whatever. Shut up. And um, fucking Zach was right there. Zach is just keeping it cool. You know, he laughing like, all right, like, whatever. You know, he because he ended up telling me later, like, nah, he's not playing. And I'm like, shut up, y'all both playing. And Amin keeps saying, like, all right, y'all gonna see. So school starts, you know what I'm saying? School starts, weekend. We're like, all right, yeah, 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 what's up? You still here? He's like, all right, yeah, it's my last week here. <laughs> <laughs> so you, t- you take it from there. Friday, 
Next Monday comes. I'm I'm on the bus. He's gone. He's not there. He don't get on the bus. And then after school comes, I'm at his house. Knock on the door. Me, what's up, bro? Man, I think this was. I left like end of October. We had the midnight madness, and uh, something just didn't sit right for me in that midnight madness, man. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, it's, it's just time for me. It's just time for me to get up out of here, man. I don't. Th- the fit wasn't right, you know what I'm saying? Something was going on. I seen a lot of favoritism going on, and and I just had a crazy summer. Like I was 16 playing in the 17 under. I was doing it, whatever. But I at the Get end of the busy day, yeah. Hey, at the end of the day, I didn't feel like I would have the exposure. I didn't think I would have the. Uh, I would be able to really showcase my skills that I had with this team, mm-hmm. even though we were a good team, but. You know, it was just all about doing what was best for me. And, you know, I, I had a game and I felt like I had to go somewhere where I could show it. So, uh, yeah, I was already in contact with the coach at uh, Mount Vernon Presbyterian. Shout out my guy, Coach Barry. Did you get and hooked he, up with him through AAU? I got hooked up him through AAU, exactly. He seen me over the summer. He knew my AAU coach pretty well. And actually, one of my AAU teammates was already there. He had already started the season there. Okay, okay. See, so, I never you know, really that, knew how you even met that dude. I didn't know that. Right, so that was already uh, um, a plus. Plus, Sean Jones, shout out to Sean, he was there the year before. So he told me about it. He already gave me an inside scoop about the school. He, he had went there for like a couple months and then came right back to Meadow Creek. That's where he was at. That's why he went back. Yeah, exactly. Okay, because I know he was playing football over there, breaking records. Yeah, then when I went, as soon as I left to go to, go to Mount Vernon, Sean came right back a, a month or two later. He was right back with us, so yeah, that's pretty much what happened, man. I just, you know, and the coach, he's he's selling me these dreams. He's like, I mean, like seeing you play, you know, it's a small private school, and it's we were GISA, not the regular GHSA, so it was Georgia Independent School Association. Okay. So we weren't even allowed to play regular public schools unless we had like uh, a certain authority to do it. You know what I'm saying? So, which is weird too. I was like. You the first. You're like my first inside on that kind of world, either, man. Because I never even knew nobody that went to a private school until you. You the first person I knew that went right, to a private we, school. We weren't the regular Marist or Saint Pius. This was because they were still GHSA, even though they were private schools. We were I didn't private. Know that. Of the what private. about Providence? Is that the same way? Providence the same way? No, Providence is uh, GHSA. I'm pretty oh, sure because I remember. Uh, yeah, Meadow Creek will play against them sometimes. I know in the JV games. Oh yeah, least. yeah, yeah. JV, you're right. That's right. <laughs> So, yeah, we were, yeah, I mean, some regions were so small. Some regions only had, like, four teams in the region. Okay, see, I didn't know none of that. I'm thinking, uh, like, all y'all are in the same league. It's like the Ivy League for college. That's what I thought it was. No, it still had had classes. Like, we were, it was like, the class went up to 3A. Then there was still 2A and 1A, but 3A was the biggest. We were in 3A. And I think there might have been four regions in 3A. It was a Metro Atlanta one, uh, Macon. South in like two South Georgia ones or something like that. Okay, so this is pretty tight knit. So I'm sure you probably met a bunch of people like the top hoopers. You probably probably knew or something like that. And then them different uh, regions. Yeah, pretty much. And then uh, the first day I went on like a, uh, what's it called? I went like a walkthrough with the uh, with the coach. Mm-hmm. Now our our school is so small. The coach is the basketball coach. He's a golf coach. He's the assistant principal. He's an administrator <laughs> and and he's a French teacher. <laughs> what? He had all these titles. The school, I think, when I graduated, we graduated with thirty-two people. No way. That's how small it was, and we were the second graduating class. Like when I got there, it was only the second second year the school had been open. 
Oh, so you're a guinea pig. Did you know that before you went there? Didn't, didn't know that at all. Oh, man. I probably knew it that day as I'm going through the walkthrough with the coach. As You know what I'm saying? I'm shadowing him around the school. He's showing me everything, telling me everything I need to know. Uh, so, yeah, my junior year there was the first senior class to graduate. That's there, The crazy. 08 class. Yeah, that was the first senior class of that school. And, so you know, my, my coach is like, yeah, man, I seen you play. You, you can score 100 points in this league. <laughs> Why would I say no to that? Yeah, and, I mean, that's facts. all he had to tell me. <laughs> and, you know, I hear stories of people dropping 100, you know, Dewan Wagner and guys like this. And I'm like, oh, so they came to schools like this to get 100. <laughs> Sign me up. Sign I, I'll, me I'll, up. I'll, I'll start tomorrow. <laughs> and Meadow Creek was in the past from then on. And see, bro, look, and that's a different type of mindset that you got to have to get to where you want to go. Because a lot of us were just thinking like, oh, no, our friends are here. We're going to make it work. Chris Allen went here. He went to Michigan State. Teandre went to Oregon. We could do it. Not knowing that them niggas were well-connected. Chris was super connected. You know, I mean, he has an otherworldly talent anyway. But besides that, he's got connections through the AAU, just like Teandre had connections through AAU, just like you had connections through AAU. Right. And you actually used your shit to the – my, in my head, you used yours to the, to the best benefit than anybody else did. I think that we know. I think you use your your connections really well. So to talk about the transition, bro, from Meadow Creek to to private school life, man. Like I know it's different on the court, but how was just that life? I know you guys didn't move. You're still in the neighborhood, so it's not it's not that bad. But how's school like, man? What is what's your daily life now? I mean, now it's, <laughs> now I'm going from a majority, you know, to being a minority in this school. I mean, it was few very few colored folk, and if you were colored. It was crazy because I, I was like, I think the school cost about like fourteen thousand a year to go to tuition. Mm-hmm. But of course, you know, we wasn't coming from that type of money, so of they, the the athletes that came, most of them were on some type of scholarship or had some type of uh, grant from the school. It, it was like a college, like it was crazy. But mine was like a hundred percent free tuition. <laughs> I'm trying to get that team right, baby. <laughs> Need that team, right? So and and every all the colored people who was there, all the blacks who were there, you know, they we all play sports. So you know what I'm saying? It was crazy. I mean, it worked y'all out stuck, cool. Y'all stuck out like a sore thumb. I know you stuck out like a sore thumb. I mean, I'm walking through the first day. People are looking like they they seeing an alien man. Like they're looking up at me like, how tall are you? How tall are you? I'm probably getting asked this a hundred times, and it's only a hundred kids in the school, so probably everybody. <laughs> everybody. That's you know funny as hell. And like, in my in my building, actually, it was seven through twelve. So there's middle schoolers walking around my, oh, my hallway. Oh shit! I didn't know. I'm thinking this is all high school. Yeah, seven through twelve in my building. Then there was another uh, elementary across the street, which was the uh, twelve, which was my bad, kindergarten through six. So could y'all have had seventh graders on the team if they were good enough? Is it one of those type of schools? Seventh graders were playing JV. Eighth that's, graders, that's hey, crazy. They were nice. They were nice like that. Uh. I'm so, if you guys know Jared Harper that played for Auburn, he was in Mount Vernon for like fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth. I'm, when he was in eighth grade, he was on varsity. Him, <laughs> him, and another guy. Sound like Julian other, Newman. One guy, I, I don't know. I didn't. I never met this guy. He came once I he he came once I graduated and went to college already. It was like he was an eighth grader as well, and he was doing numbers on varsity. And he ended up going. Uh, he ended up transferring to like Pebble Brook. Him and Jared. And those guys went to state. They they lost to uh, Jalen Brown in the state uh, championship. That was them. Yeah, I was there for that one. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and the they, they both that? end Shout up. JB. Yeah, and they both end up, you know, doing their thing, getting Division One scholarships and stuff. And I think uh, the guy Jared actually played um, a couple games in the NBA. He got called up from the D League a couple times. Oh, were? Yeah. That's yeah, it. man. So it, it was crazy. You know, you going to Meadow Creek, you would never see anything like that. Then you go here, and it's like shell shock. Yes. I almost yeah, don't know crazy. how to act because I'm like, I <laughs> I know schools got to be different. You got middle schoolers walking around your high school and shit. I know that's got to be weird. So tell me about the the atmosphere you're put in now because like you said you're the only you're not you're one of the few black people there. We, our school was mostly black and Hispanic. You know we had other races and ethnicities, but mostly right. black and Hispanic, and so, rarely white. Like this school is mostly rarely white. So that's white. A, so that's a huge huge difference. You know what I'm saying? And and before that, I, I didn't know how to really encounter white people. I didn't know what they like to talk about. I mean, it sounds weird, but I mean this was the life we were living. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They were not around like that. Yeah, exactly. All you know is what you see on TV. <laughs> Pretty that's, much. That's man. it. I mean, that's all I knew. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have, I had a couple, I had like two white homeboys. It's not because I don't like white people, it's because there's nobody, you know what I mean? We don't have, yeah. there's, there's two white dudes in the whole school. Like, yeah, that's you it. could count, count them on one hand or both hands. I that's didn't want to it. say it, but that's no more it. than that. No more than that. So now you're in that situation. Did that affect your, you know, did you have to get used to that where people, uh, mean? Did they like kind of not pick on you? Because I know you're not letting nobody pick on you. But did they kind of try to try you and shit like that? Try you up? I know you're a tall guy. No, they were they were all cool, but uh, they just didn't understand. I feel like you know we were playing sports to get out. You know we we were looking to play. We were trying to play. You know surpass high school, mm-hmm. college, pro, whatever. Mm-hmm. They were playing sports or whatever. Just to look good on their resume. Because, you know, they're all trying to go to colleges. Mm. And they're trying to make their resume look as good as possible. So, a lot of guys are in there playing, like, four or five sports. Just just for that. Okay. Just to look good. Yeah. So, they're looking at us like, all oh, these guys are here for this and that. But they don't, they don't realize how good we are, though. Like, we were, you know what I'm saying? And teachers are looking at me like, I mean, did you uh, apply to colleges? I'm finna go D1. I'm finna go to school for free. <laughs> for free, baby. What are you talking I about? I don't need it. And you know, this like it's like a part of my grade in one of the classes. Like she to apply like to get, school. Hey man, she's getting on me. I should do that, do this, and do that. I should go to a game and meet the coach. And I'm like, that's not how it works. You know, when you're being recruited, they come to you. I, I don't have to go to a game. You just don't go to a random game and walk up Talk on a coach to, like, yeah. "What's up? I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to come." I want a scholarship. It was good. Yeah, it don't work like that. Because if it did, I'd have been trying to shit. I'd have walked right up to Shisesky. Hey, bro, come on. Holla at me, dog. <laughs> you know what I'm Check my resume, D. I'm in a glee club. So yes. you, in a, you, you in an environment where people are doing this just for the looks of it, just for their resumes to get into college. How exactly. do you stay hungry out there, bro? Because like, I know the competition couldn't have been the same from what we playing every day. You know what I'm saying? How do you stay hungry? I mean, you got to because you realize how much of a sacrifice you're making. Like, my mom has to wake up and take me to school every day now. And there's crazy traffic in Atlanta. I'm going from Norcross to Sandy Springs now at 6.30 a.m. just to get to school on time. And then, uh, you know what I'm saying, then got to come back in the traffic, you know what I'm saying, after practice. Even worse traffic almost. So it's like, you know what I'm saying, you're seeing all the sacrifice. And, you know, I'm le- I left all my friends at Meadow Creek. Wishing I was there, you know what I'm saying? Dying, like, dang, man, I miss my niggas. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's like, that, that's what keeps you hungry. And so you realize, like, you're there for a purpose and you got to just stick to the game plan, stick to what you came there for. Got to have that focused mind, bro. And, and again, that's it shows 
what type of player you were from the beginning. That laser focus, man. That's not that's not something everybody has, bro. And I guess that's why you know, fast forwarding, they called you King of Me. <laughs> I remember seeing the posters and shit. I remember seeing those, bro. So what? What you going? Averaging double doubles, junior and senior year, man. Talk about some of those accomplishments and accolades, bro. Because okay, you go from being looked at to oh, who's this tall guy walking around? He's just here to play basketball. We don't know him. To oh my God, Amin, we love you, King Amin, King Amin. Posters, all of this, weedy boxes, all this stuff. <laughs> Tell hey, me how that. <laughs> and that's crazy. You remember that. <laughs> Bro, dog, I'm talk- look, man, we looked at you like, you know, you're our homeboy. That, right, right, This is right. super fire. But when I seen that, dog, I really, really, I'm telling you, bro, like, I really knew at that time, like, I'm like, oh, no, this nigga's different. Like, he's for real. I can tell. Like, you don't just, you don't just earn no nickname King of Me, dog. That shit ain't nothing to play with. That's nothing to play with. P- I, dog, people, didn't Madison go to that school because of you? Madison, Sean Jones. Uh, yeah, come on, that's, uh, that's, that's just for Meadow Creek. Then did another guy play AAU with? Ended up coming from. He left Tucker to come there. See what then, I'm saying? Then senior year, you know, my coach went out recruiting, and you know, I'm pretty much the the uh, main attraction. You know, he's pretty much selling me like I got a guy. He just needs some help, and with you know, what I'm saying like yeah, I got a killer over there. If you come mm-hmm. join them, we could we we could do something. So from my junior to senior year. We uh we we upgraded big time, man, and that and so I'm gonna start from junior year. Junior year, we uh we we came second place in the uh, region tournament. We lost to the number one team in the state at the time. They had about two D one commits. One guy ended up going to UGA, and then uh that was, so that was the first. That was like you know that's big time. Remind you, this is the second year they had a basketball team. Period. So Period. my team. Oh, let me back up. Let me talk about the first practice with these guys. I do one simple dunk, and people are jumping, losing their mind. These are guys on my team. <laughs> on the basketball team, ain't on never my seen team. a dunk like that. And my team, I think I was, I was a junior, and uh, my boy David Whitmore, who was on my AAU team, who came with me, we were the uh, only two juniors, I want to say. Everybody else were freshmen. First year playing basketball, pretty much. Dang, like you said, they're just doing this for fun. For right. Resume. I was right. on the basketball team in, in high school. They never played organized basketball in their life. Oh, man, and let me tell you something, boy. That high school game ain't the one to jump into. <laughs> that shit ain't the one, boy. For real, for real. That's not when you want to start. Right. So it was a struggle at the beginning. You know what I'm saying? I'm like figuring everything out with these guys. We're all figuring each other out. They're figuring the game out. You know what I'm saying? Already. You know what I'm saying? They're figuring the game out. Forget figuring out chem- uh, trying to find chemistry with the teammates. These guys are figuring out the game. So oh, they're working on fundamentals and shit. <laughs> man, I'm talking about dribbling on one right hand, foot. looking yeah. down at the ball. Oh man. Stuff, man. <laughs> and oh I, man! And I think we went to like the first tournament with like seven or eight players. Like we didn't even have a full twelve. I'm practicing. Like the assistant coach had to jump into practice, and you know he's the only one who could actually be physical with me. Yeah, to make it. <laughs> Hard you know for you. Make, yeah, you know, to, to give me some type of competition. This is this this is the stuff we had to go through, man. It was a grind, bro. <laughs> so you guys, you got guys that still trying to figure out how to lay it up with their left hand on the left side. Oh, why you <laughs> lay it up on the right side, man? Oh my god, man. So uh, these sound like even more challenges that again you're not gonna have to deal with. How did you not get frustrated, man? I know you had to. Like, you coming from Meadow Creek. We got to do that. With only two people shooting that rock. So, you know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, 100 ball. 
Let me get that. <laughs> Let me get that. So I'm like, okay, this is when the hundred ball comes into play. That my coach was telling me about. Okay. Let me let me go ahead and see what that's talking about real quick. So you found out real soon what that was. Yeah, but I mean, at the end of the by then, by December, January is when Madison came, Sean came, and another guy from my AAU team came. So, so we got some help. Some yeah, help. Yeah. So we got some help by then, and that's when region play started. So I think we. Finished third in region play, but then we came second in the uh, tournament. So which then, is uh, cool. Which First is cool. I mean, we we lost to the number one team who ended up winning state. I think they went undefeated that whole year, like thirty four and zero. Boom! There we go. So look, man, you can't be that mad at it. So I mean, play, the first time I played against them, though, like in the regular season, I'm like, man, these white boys. These white boys. <laughs> these what y'all talking about? I'm about to kill them. He, he going where? Oh, no, nah, no. Nah. Let's go. And I'm a junior. These guys are seniors. But, you know, I'm, I've been scoring 30 just about the whole time. So, I'm like, man, I'm about to kill these guys. Easy money. This was the game that pretty much changed my life. This is what showed me hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Beautiful. I'm talking about putting that, using their bodies, being physical, all that. The only points I got was, like, free throws. I had no field goals made that game. <laughs> and I made wow. probably 12 free throws. And that was the only points I had. And that all came in the second half. I think first half, I didn't score anything. Hmm. So that puts you in the, into perspective, like, oh, these boys ain't no scrap. I'm like, oh, this, this, is, division, this is the real Division One. These are the commits, you know what I'm saying? Already committed, signed, and all that. Okay, so ready it, to play. We just boosting up our stats. <laughs> just, yeah, just let me know, like, what I had to work to get, you know what I'm saying? And then we played them a couple more times toward the season, and it's just – my game elevated every time we played them. Then once we got to the uh, region championship game, I think we ended up losing by like two or three. Took them down to the wire. Every time before that, we was losing by 20 and 30. So you out here earning respect this whole time too from these people. I'm sure of it. Exactly, man. I'm exactly. sure of it. Because they, I guess it's probably got to be like a fraternity because it's like, all right, there's only but so many of us that's really going to the next level anyway. So look, we all know who can hoop and who can't. They probably looking at you like, okay, this guy. Who's this guy here? Because, I mean, is this the first time you've seen any of them? Right. First time I've seen any of them. Like, we, we didn't, you know, we weren't watching film and stuff and that. I'm just going by what everybody's saying. You know, they, I think they were back-to-back champs already. Or maybe, okay. like, three times. I think they won okay. the last three. Yeah, so their program is already legit. We ready. Exactly. So, and everybody's – and I'm coming in there like, hey, my coach told me I could score 100, so – <laughs> who are the these ball. guys? <laughs> yeah. Who are these guys? Once again, I'm going to do what I've been doing all season against them. But it, it, was, a, it was a totally it different story. that way. Nah. So, okay, you you figure out that you're not just the shit right now. There's other people who are better than you in the same league. And I'm sure that adds another log to the fire. So, okay, junior year, don't get as far as you want to, but it's progress. Talk about senior year and all the accolades What's the, I know you got player of the player of the um you got MVP of the league didn't you that year? They didn't really have MVP of the league. I had uh I made all state, all tournament team, region tournament team, all that, all region, and uh we had something called MVP of the area. There it is. So okay. it was like the Sandy Springs, Walt, Roswell, Dunwoody area. I think was in it. Yeah, okay, that, and okay. that that was like put in the newspaper, and that and that was including GHSA schools as well. It just wasn't GISA. Oh, okay. So you beat now other folks for that one. Right, right, right. I mean, it wasn't too many tough high schools around there anyway, but still. Still. Show, yeah, I mean, I still, still it's still something to show people. Right. Yeah, something to show people. Okay, so we're killing senior year. 
people, this is, again, like you said, this is only the second year, right? Or this is the third year by your senior year, right? This is the third. Exactly. Third year of that school, yeah. Third year the school is even open. Right. And y'all make it to the state championship game. Talk about that moment. Oh, man, it was, it was crazy because, uh, you know, I used to be in the forums talking trash. Like, uh, yeah, man, we're, <laughs> we're going to win the state. I'm leaving Facebook statuses, like, in November. Like, man, you know, just – just give us the rings now. You know what I'm saying? I, I see that pop Big up shit. on my, uh, <laughs> on my, uh, like, you posted this today 10 years ago. The memories and shit, <laughs> Facebook memories. <laughs> I see it all the time. It says, just give us the rings now. That, I posted that in November. The state championship wasn't even until February. But, Ready, uh, though. But we're going against a team that we only played once before in the regular season, and they were one of the only teams to beat us. So we're going into this game like 30, 31 and 2. That's our record. Oof, killing people. And they were one of the two teams that beat us. And I felt like when they beat us, you know, it was one of them games where the refs could have, you know, they gave us some crazy calls. It was, let me put it like this. The only two games we lost were the two games I fouled out. Ah, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. But the only two games beat. I fouled out. Yeah. So I'm like, man, I got, we got to get – and, you know, we were undefeated. They, they actually uh, knocked us off our winning streak. We were undefeated. They beat us. And they were talking trash after the game, like, and I remember it. And our coach would put it put it in our face, like, hey, you hear what they were saying after the game? But our coach was he was funny, he was lame, but he was funny and cool at the same time. <laughs> so probably one of the real basketball nerds. Yeah. So um, somehow we we got. I think that was the most uh, motivated I've ever been in my life. Like I'm coming to that game, like, yeah, I, I got to kill these dudes. Whoever I'm guarding, I'm gonna shut them down. He's going to hate me. And, you know, that's what pretty much happened. Like, we went out there and beat him by 30. Oh, shit. <laughs> State championship ring by 30. God <laughs> One by 30, man. Not man. even hard. Fan, fans were looking at me like, you know, like I had no sportsmanship. Because they, they're talking trash to me. And uh, I'm just pointing at the scoreboard. Like, look. And then, <laughs> and then I start pointing at my ring finger. I'm like, look at this. <laughs> yes, yeah, sir. Bringing that Metal Creek out of you. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. I know I was like this. So, so, the, so the game ends. Everybody storms the court. I'm talking all of our fans, cheerleaders, everybody's family, friends storming the court. Somehow the fans who were, who I don't know, they had something against me. They, they felt some type of way about pointing at my ring finger. They came and found me <laughs> and started talking trash to me. Out of all the people who stormed the court, you know what I'm saying, they came and <laughs> weaved their way through and said, <laughs> said those last words they had to say to me. I, I can't even uh, tell you what they said exactly, but <laughs> they made sure they got their points off. Like, though. You, 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 you this, you that, you that, you think you're all that, blah blah blah, and just walked away. I didn't even have time to respond. I'm just like, <laughs> all right, <laughs> I won. Scoreboard you know though, my nigga. Yeah, what you I won. About? And I know that had to be one, especially at that time, probably one of the most fulfilling moments ever, dog. Because I mean, you, you, all your homeboys didn't even have no opportunity to win no state championship, dog. Like. I mean, Meadow Creek, that same year, parallel, you know, to the school that you would have graduated from, I think they got – did we make the state tournament that year? I think so. I think they lost to the first round. Who did the first round? That was Centennial. Yeah. What's your call was there? Um, what's his name? Zoe? Lorenzo Brown. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was there knocking off heads, boy. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> so, yeah, they got knocked out first round easy. You know what I mean? And that was still a good team. Right. But you got to get your championship. And so, what kind of confidence are you having right now? Like, what's what are you thinking next? Like, okay, because most people, they win their state championship. It's almost like, 
a weight lifted off their shoulder, like, oh, man, I did it. This is it. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. It was a weight off my shoulder. Because going to the game, I'm nervous. But like I said, I'm super motivated to destroy these people. And I just can't wait to do it because I know I can. Mm-hmm. And uh, after that, I was like, all right, what's next? Because through the whole state uh, tournament playoffs, I'm already in contact with all these coaches. They're talking about visits. They're talking about doing this and that. So, you know, once once that was finished, once the game was over, I mean, my mind was somewhere else. I didn't even care anymore. Like, all right, it's over. It's out the way. Like, what's next? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, let's, let's get this college minded. stuff going. Business-minded. There that, we go. All I, that's all I was on. So how does that work, though? What was – as soon as, boom, championship game over, okay, would you give yourself a couple of days, whatever, whatever, do my thing, do my thing. So how does your process start? Like you said, you already had people hitting you up throughout the – Throughout the uh, season, I'm sure AAU before that. Uh, it's your senior year, so I know you don't play AAU that season. So what's the process you're going through right now? How are you weeding these teams out? And then this is where things get tricky for me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like 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 we mentioned earlier, we played Chris Allen, Tiandre, those guys. You know, they and they were always around guys who did it before them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They were with these big AAU programs where guys were going D1 left and right. So they were probably already walked into the, you know, walked into the how, walked into the, uh, hey, what's the word I'm looking for? The infrastructure that they got? Right, right. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know anything about college. I'm just, uh, <laughs> all I know is Division One, Division Two, Division yeah. Three. Yeah. And, you know, then you, and then you have that pressure on you where it's like, if you ain't Division One, you ain't nothing. You know what I'm saying? So Man, it's like, bro. And I can only imagine how you felt because, again, I am a lowly hooper, dog. I'm on I'm on a good team, but I'm on the lower end of the team. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not I'm thinking in my head if I don't make D1, I'm sad. You know what I mean? exactly. I'm thinking that, dog. Imagine how you could feel. That's gotta be crazy. And your friends are Chris Allen's making it shit. Tiandre's making it. Like, come on. Right. But those guys, you know, they were they were ahead, they were you know, I didn't really hang with those guys. Chris was two years older than me. He had his mm-hmm. friends. He, he had his circle. Mm-hmm. Tiandre had his circle. I only went to school with him for like a year, really, or two years maybe. But he was always on varsity. I had I was with my guys. You know, I played ninth grade, JV. Those are my guys. And, mm-hmm. you know, then AAU, the AAU team was built around pretty much me. Like, Coach Steve, we started that team when I was in eighth grade. It was me, Diedrich, you know, a couple guys from around the way. None of us were really – we were we were all uh, under the radar type of guys, blue chip type players. You know what I'm saying? So we're all in it together, like for the first time. But none of us is really. But I'm the one who's like first in line because I'm the only one getting the looks at the time. So yeah. I have nobody to look up to, nobody to really show me the ropes. Coach Steve never really, you know, had players before me. My AAU coach, for you guys who don't know, Shout and, out my, coach and, Steve. And, my, and my high school coach. Like I'm their first Division One player for both of them. So this is new water. There's new navigations for both of them. They don't know what the hell. So going nobody's on. really breaking it down to me. And you know, at the same time, we know Division One. Then we know, and then you know, you you just know Division One. You don't really know the oh, it's high major. I didn't know about the high major, mid mid majors and stuff no, like that. I'm thinking it's all the same. Division One exposure is Division One exposure. Point blank period. That's the end. I think I knew like I knew there was levels to the school, but I thought that was just based on like high school. Like, hey, this is this population here this and this i didn't think it was going to come with different levels of exposure though i thought once you d1 we all on tv 
we all on TV. That's what I thought. I'm 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 thinking the same thing. So as as I remember, I wrote my uh, list of colleges to my uh, college uh, to my high school coach so he could contact them for. And they were all like Big Twelve, ACC, mm-hmm. Ohio State. I know Ohio he's, State was he's looking at me like, um, you know, this is a, a Big Twelve school, right? I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> and it, and he it? wasn't trying to look at me like I wasn't good enough. He was just looking at me because I didn't really have the exposure, you know, what I'm saying to get to these guys. You know, what I'm saying I because once I got overseas, people always ask me, "How did you end up at FAMU? Like, what, 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 what happened?" Like. How did you end up there? Like, well, I was going to wait till you got there. Don't worry. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm curious, too. <laughs> so, we go, so this is how it comes. So, you know what I'm saying? Even though I went to this super small school, had a lot of success, it was still hard to get extreme exposure. You know, I, I didn't get the rivals looks and all that. And I think and for, that came from – For everybody who doesn't know, just for people who are just following along right now, um, rivals is a ranking system for high school basketball players, top players in the country. And basketball pretty much works on – it is skill, but it's who you know and who knows you. So you could be one of the best hoopers in the country, but if you didn't go to none of these um, these tournaments or these showcases, whatever, whatever, or your school isn't, like, hooked up with, like, Adidas and Nike and stuff like that, like, it's going to be harder for you to get a look unless you're just, like, a fucking, like, LeBron James or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, just another worldly talent. You got to be in these showcases and you got to be hooked up. Your coach has got to know people for you to get the real exposure that is necessary. Exactly. And uh, actually, after we won state, they had an all-star game. The Georgia Independent Schools against the South Carolina Independent Schools. And that's where – that was probably the second time I played against Chris Middle. First time we were like sophomores playing in AAU. This time, he was a totally different guy. <laughs> now remind you, with it now. this guy was ranked 140 in our class. Ended up only went two and done, though. You know what I'm saying? So, and and like I said, he went to an independent school, but he played for a big AAU team. But if he would have went to a regular high school, he would have been way higher than 140. I, and it's because it's because of the private because of the private school. But this guy was, I mean, like I said, top of the light. He probably could have got drafted after his freshman year. Sheesh. I didn't know Chris Middleton was like that. I mean, I had 25. Yeah. I remember me and him talking at the free throw line. He had all his Texas A&M gear on, you know, before the game. Mm-hmm. And he, we had the free throw line. He's like, where you going? Because I was killing. We was both going off. He's like, Yo, where you going? I'm like, man, I ain't even signed yet. I'm like, what about you? He's like, oh, I'm going to Texas A&M. And that game ended by him hitting the game winner in overtime. <laughs> of course. Of course. Because he's 6'8 with the, with the burner. Of course. <laughs> Damn, 6'8. Shit. You don't be, I don't be realizing how tall these dudes are. A real 6'8", and I mean a real wing, 6'8", wing in high school. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my he, God. He was like that. He was like that. He's giving stress. <laughs> I know it for free. Man. So you seeing your peers go to Texas Tech and other places like this, and you still not signed. What's right, that? exactly. And I'm like, yo, I just gave him 25. Yeah, he won the game. But, you know, I still, you know, I'm still like. I'm, I'm getting all, mine, I'm though. I'm getting level. mine. So, yeah. so, of course, I don't feel no shame when I'm putting these schools down. So then I'm telling him about the offers I got. I'm like, yeah, I got FAMU. I got Stetson. I got Tennessee Tech. You know, mid-major spots. Mm-hmm. And uh, my coach looks at me like, you know, uh, fam, you don't have any money. And I'm just like, what does that mean, though? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What does it mean? Because it's like, it's not like I'm going there to get paid. 
So, I, I, and that's all he said. You know, he didn't really break it down by what it meant. So I was still confused because it's like, you're not going to college to get paid. Why do they need money? Yeah, you're not thinking that. So, yeah, you're thinking, from, look, you got a team, you got jerseys, right. well, let's get it. Right. It's D1. <laughs> like like it's I said, D1. D1. We're on TV. I'm in Florida. <laughs> that's all. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, it all just sounded good to me. You know, I had Santa Clara, Tennessee, uh, these schools, and I'm looking like, hey, who's going to let me uh, play? Damn, I know you had Santa Clara. Who's going to let me play right away? Santa Clara was talking about redshirting me. Tennessee Tech wanted to redshirt me. No, sir. I went to uh, South Carolina State offered me, but I went to a game and I seen their gym, and I was like, uh, this place is, nah, not for me. <laughs> you know, that was all I needed to see. That's what I based it off. I seen their gym. I seen their campus. I seen the city. I'm like, yeah, it was, it was a little bit too small up in the – in the middle of nowhere, pretty much country shit. Yeah, too too much country shit for me. So, so I went to I went on a visit to Florida A and M. They, uh, you know, took me to the party, showed me the campus. It was a new gym being built that could fit yes, about sir. ten thousand people. Okay, so I'm got like, all the little black girls down I'm there. Like, Hot. Whoa, yeah, and I'm I'm going I'm coming down there from a private school where it's, I just graduated with thirty two people, and uh, <laughs> I don't think. Thirty of them white. <laughs> I, one of them, I might have been one black girl in my senior class. There you go. I get there down there go. and I'm I'm thinking everything looked good. Like, hold on, what what was that? Yeah, was yeah. That? <laughs> <laughs> New stuff. I ain't never seen this before. And of course, the uh, the, the guy that's on the uh, Florida A and M team that's showing me around. He's breaking girls around with us, and I'm thinking, like, yo, who are these bad chicks we got with us? Bro, we in the whip? We she going be, to the mall? Like, Jesus, man. And then we go to a party after that. I'm dancing with college girls. I'm, I'm swag surfing with the team. <laughs> I'm like, damn, yeah, man. Yeah, I got that. You know what I'm saying? They, they made me feel right at home. And I'm, uh, yeah, and the coach, the coach was talking about letting me play right away. Yeah, that's pretty much, that was the last, that was the cherry on top right there. And I'm like, yeah, this is, this is it for me. So they painted that good picture for you. Their college business, they gave you a great college Yeah, business. yeah, they painted a great picture. Painted a great picture. Okay. So boom, we signed the. Which, how does that work? I don't know. You sign a letter of intent, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so you sign your letter of intent, Mom. I'm going to Florida A and M. I mean Florida. A- no, Florida A and M. Yeah. Right? yeah, I'm going to Florida A and M. Zach, I'm going to Florida A and M. What's up? We get down there. What's your first thought once you get down there? Like for your real, like okay, practice. Because I didn't you have to go to practice in the summer or something like that. Yeah, I went to summer school. Like they they recommended that all freshmen go to summer school. You know, to get get acquainted to the uh, campus and all that, and to the basketball life, and to get early workouts in, you know what I'm saying? Get a head start. Sounds good. Yes. I mean, I'm nervous out of my mind. Like, I'm going to a different state. It's the first time I'm really really about to be on my own. Mm -hmm. And you're very family-oriented, which, you know, I think matters a lot, you know what I mean, to to your story, because you're doing all these different things. Like you said, your mom is taking you to fucking 6.30, to, to go to school and now you got to leave you know your family you know your your younger brother whose basketball career is really starting to flourish now stuff like that so exactly i'm sure that that's probably tough to do on its own yeah it's tough but at the same time you just like you're ready for that next step in life you know what i'm saying it's, it, it feels right but it's still like man it, it, scary, it, it's, a it's a little scary exactly so what happens okay we down there summer school working out you start to bond with some of your teammates and shit? Exactly. I mean, it was uh, – who came down there that first semester? I think it was six of us down there. 
we had an apartment where six of the guys lived. Three of us were freshmen, two were sophomores, and one was a senior. So, you know, and my roommate was a freshman guy. He was from Marietta, Georgia. So me and him clicked right away. You see what I'm saying? Easy. So that was my road dog. And uh, yeah, so and then we're just taking classes pretty much, going to workouts. And I remember that first workout, man. Uh, one of the sophomores on the team, actually, we had a sophomore who was from Stone Mountain as well. So I got two Atlanta guys I'm living with. Yeah, so we good. So the guy from uh, Atlanta, the, the guy from Stone Mountain, he's asking me like, bro, like, do you like lifting? Do you like working out? Like, I'm like, yeah, like, there's nothing. That's what I do. Like, <laughs> hey, we work. Not like this. When I got to that first workout, man, I left there, couldn't walk. I'm like, whoa, what is that? I, I got to do that four times a week? Oh, oh no. Nah. Oh, no. Nah. But, you know, you just quickly adjust. and That D1 opens your yeah, eyes. It's ain't high school man, no more. Man, I'm talking about shirt drenched, hanging off, collar hanging off my neck. We seen that we seen what that did to you though, man, because you went from being um skinny guy to swole guy in one summer, dog. Like I'm talking about boy, I don't know if you remember. I'm sure you do remember when you came back that summer, I remember being at Lucky Shoals, dog, and I think you was I, I be remembering the funniest little weird and shit. I think you was trying to run a fast break. I think you had the ball and just took it off on the break. And I remember like, okay, this is a mean, I know what I mean. I'm like I I'm this, you know what I mean? You're a D1 Hooper, but I'm like, I've been playing against this guy for years. I know some of his tricks. I'm all right. I'm going to pick him up. Man, I tried to pick you up full court. I think you did. Between the legs, crossover, <laughs> and hit me with your shoulder, nigga. Hit me with your shoulder, dog. I'm like, oh, yeah, all right. Well, <laughs> I guess I can't talk to you no more. <laughs> like, that's like, I just, I, I felt the strength on you. Because you already looked a little bigger. Like, you could tell you were you were stronger. But... I'm feeling it, bro. I'm like, oh God, this is this is this is a grown man now. We're still little boys, man. I, I can I can see it on you. So freshman year, you're getting acclimated to the weights, getting acclimated to your teammates, new city, who this, new campus, who this. What happens when it's time to play though? Because I know sometimes they like the whole freshman on that court. Yeah, I definitely what they do felt, with you. Like I said, I, I was coming trying to come to a place where I was going to play right away. Of course, it didn't happen like that at the beginning, which is understandable. You know, we had juniors coming from JUCO who were already ready, you know what I'm saying, already had two years of college experience before coming Proof. to the Division One level. And uh, I felt like I was better than them anyway. Like, okay, I don't care. Like, As you have to, that's your thing. But, you uh, and plus, I, I get there, mind you, I'm a 6'6 wing that I had a strap. My teammates are like, whoa, this is nigga nice. Like, I had some of them gasping mm-hmm. me already, like, yo, who is mm-hmm. <laughs> But mm-hmm. when it was time to play, I remember that first exhibition game, we played a Division II school, uh, Tuskegee, actually, that's what it was. Extremely nervous. So I'm just like, yo, what is going on? I remember <laughs> I'm dribbling the ball up the court. And, you know, I, I'm not even sticking to the system. I just know I can score the ball. So every time I touched it, I don't care what play we was running, I know if I hit him with a jab step going right, and go left. <laughs> I was going to get past you. I mean, that worked. That, that move worked for me eighty percent of the time at, at, during the, during these uh, years. I think, and I made a fool of myself every time. I'm dribbling the ball, <laughs> kicking the off your foot, <laughs> dribbling the ball off my foot. It's flying twenty feet ahead of me. 
I'm going up on three people for a layup, swat to the stands. I'm like, oh, tough out there. Getting subbed out right away. Mind you, tough mind you I didn't make 50,000 friends in summer school. Like, me and my, me and my roommate, we, we was out there uh, socializing with everybody, like, getting cool with everybody. You know, it was a college experience. I'm trying to get to there. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course, all the freshmen, they're at the game. They're, they want to see what's up. Supporting to me. Goose egg. I'm, I'm scared looking at the stands now. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, <not. laughs> Yo, how many females did oh, I invite to this one? <laughs> God, I'm looking like an idiot out here. I think I, <laughs> think I managed that, managed a scoundrel on a couple, four points. You know what I'm saying? I got two buckets. I'm like, all right, bet. All right, all right. There we go. I ain't come out there with nothing. I ain't come oh, out there with nothing. Oh, man. And then, uh, so that was a shock to you, huh? Definitely. Like, and that was a Division two school. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't even Division one. It wasn't even the level I was going to be playing in the regular season. So it was like, man, this is crazy. Probably eye-opening. Like, oh, damn, nigga. I'm at D1, and these boys is killing yeah, me Yeah, right definitely. It's, it's a brand-new speed. It was, you know what I'm saying? I, that I wasn't used to. And, uh, the game hadn't had slowed down for me yet. It was, it was way too fast. I was just going to ask about that. Speaking of the speed and tempo – um, that's one thing I hear a lot about, you know, as you get to different levels, that the speed just becomes so crazy. Now, for people who don't understand that, does it mean literal foot speed, like we're all faster? All of it. Or is it like um, you got to think quicker, make this decision making as, as an all-time All high? of it. All of it put together. It's like pretty much the NBA are the people – who can play their best game at the highest speed. Okay. Not everybody can play their best game when they're being sped up, when it's a nigga in their face, locking them up chest to chest. You know what I'm saying? You got to do a move. You got to do something or somebody going to knock the ball out your hand. So it's like, okay, can, do, can you think through all that? You know what I'm saying? Somebody's pressing you. Do you, Can you see the court? Can you, you know what I'm saying, make the right move and still be efficient? That And that's that's pretty much what it's all about. Plus, the NBA okay. has the talent as well. Don't, don't, don't get me exactly. wrong. But exactly. the higher you go, each level you go, you realize it's like it's all about playing your best at the highest speed. Can you can you do it? And so I guess you get there and you realize, damn, boy, this is a new speed. And uh, so I'm seeing, you know, your first freshman year, man. I'm seeing you play all the games. It looked like it looked like you played all the games you know, started what? What's it say? Thirteen? Yeah, I ended up started starting 13 towards games? like the second half of the season, yeah. So beginning of the season, you're coming off the bench, coming off the bench. Uh half second half of the season start to start. And I'm looking at your numbers, bro. Your numbers aren't bad. Like you got fifteen minutes per game. I'll say sixteen, fifteen point nine. You got sixteen minutes per game, but you're only shooting two shots per game. Oh no, five shots per game. My bad. You're shooting five shots per game, bro. You know what I'm saying? And this is this is funny to me because I know you. And this nigga mean is shooting that bitch. Like, I'm talking about I'm surprised your favorite player wasn't Kobe growing up because you are shooting that thing. Give him the ball. I'll, you know what I mean? If you're open and you're under the basket and I think you can make it, I'll pass it. But if not, I'm like, nigga, I'll probably make it. I'm gonna shoot. That's a meme. So in my head, I'm thinking this nigga about to have like 20 shot attempts. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I'm because I'm thinking you're the man, and then when I see these stats, I'm like, damn, this is like everybody just gets kind of put in a place at some point. In right? Time. You got to, you got to, it gets you got to stick to the system. You know what I'm saying? As the higher you go up, it becomes more of a system. You know, you're not just coming up. I mean, now they're doing it now. You got the new guys, Trey Young, Steph, 
Hey, they don't need a system. James Harden, all that. You know what I'm saying? That's the new. They are, they the, are system. the system. Yeah, the you system. know what I'm saying? But it wasn't like that. You know what I'm saying? Especially in college. So you get. It's, it's, it seems like a rough year. It seems like a learn. Not really a rough year, but a learning year because I, I wanted. I want to call it a rough year, but like I said, you started like half the games. You're you you got 16 minutes a game, and and you're a freshman, and it's like you still. What's it say? You're averaging six points per game. Now look. Towards the end of your first year, you know, you start to kind of get the groove of it, I'm sure. What's going on in your mind after that first season? Honestly, it was a transfer. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, like that. Here. Like that, huh? <laughs> like, hey, I, I started 13 games. I understand, but I wasn't started all 33 or yeah. however many it was that year. Yeah. So, plus, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a rough situation for a lot of uh, guys on the team that year. Is it the coach? It, What's up with that, man? Was it- I, I feel like, like, like I said, I was promised I was going to play as a freshman, but at the same time, everybody's being promised something. The so same thing. Okay. Once everybody, you know, once everybody feel like they're not getting what they were told, and everybody feels like they could be the one out there starting, getting the most minutes, it causes a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. But um, at the end of the day, but at the, but at the same time, I had a high confidence because of the way I ended the season. Like that's when I started to start. I had a couple good games, double-digit games, and I'm just like, I could just stay. I, I'm already starting. Why would I leave? You know what I'm saying? Then I came to that realization, like, why would I leave? I'm already in a good position here. No point of going to a different system, learning something. Relearn it again. Because I was going to say, that's, that, that's why it seemed a little weird, because I, I remember at the time, you know, I was following, you know, your stats and stuff. Again, like I said, always been very interested. You're one of the few people that I know personally that's going through this type of journey. You know what I mean? Like I said, we see Chris and T, but I don't know them like that. You know what I mean? Right, I, I right. I hoop with them a little bit, but I don't know them. You're my first, like, I have a friend that's going through this shit. So, you know, of course, I'm following all your stats. I'm trying to watch the little the little links and shit, trying to watch all the games and stuff like that, you know, whatever. And I'm like, damn, boy, this nigga, like, I'm, I'm looking at the minutes played and stuff. I'm like, yo, what are they not playing this dude for? Like, like who? Like, I, in my head, I'm like, you know, of course, you want to, Think the best of your friends. I'm like, man, ain't nobody better than this nigga on the team. Who they got in front of that nigga on the team? And then you start seeing like your stats go up and up. I'm like, I think you might have had like a like a. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't you score twenty like towards the end of the season or some shit like that? You scored like twenty, right? Towards the, freshman like, year, no, I think my high was like fourteen or fifteen. Fourteen or fifteen. Okay, it was something yeah. where it was out the norm. Where I'm like, okay, look at you. You was balling or something like that. I'm like, all right. And you, I start to see higher numbers from you. More rebounds and shit. I'm like, all right, you figuring it out. So I didn't know maybe if, if you ever felt that way where you wanted to leave or anything like that. I never knew. Yeah, because like I said, then that's why I realized about the money thing. Like I mentioned earlier, then it's like I'm at this school where, you know, like I said, FAMU, it was mostly a, what was it? It's good for pharmacy programs and stuff like that. That's an agricultural school, right? That's right, right. Yeah, and I'm at this HBCU, and I'm realizing, like, wait, this is this isn't a place for athletes. Oh. Like the guys, the guys who I was playing with, a lot of I don't think you know everybody wanted to go pro. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But it's like at the same time, people you could tell people weren't that interested in it. People, you know, it, it was good for some people to get a scholarship, mm-hmm. you know, play there for years, and then be on with their life. Like FAMU wasn't the place you go to to be developed for the league, which was my ultimate goal okay so, so that was another okay. reason for wanting to transfer it's like i'm seeing all this 
and if we're playing, you know, we're playing against Georgia Tech first game. We're playing all these big schools. They're paying us money so we can go play them so they can beat down on us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm just like, and it's hard to really, if you're like one good player and the rest of the guys that you're with are up to par, it's easy to make you look bad too. It's like, dang, like I got to get somewhere. Because they keying in on you. Right. I got to get somewhere where um, where everybody's trying to go to the league. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. Because I remember uh, sophomore season at the beginning, I'm like, okay, I'm just not the star, but everybody's expecting big things from me because I ended the freshman year with a bang, kind of. Okay. So, uh, and how was that think, HBCU experience? Like, how is that? What's what's you? Said, I know the money. I, that's one thing I always hear is the money, the money, the money. Like, well, give me more examples of how that's really paying a part in like the whole experience. Like, what is? Oh, what's your oh, travel uh, situation? Let what's me the, say. We traveled well. Traveling wasn't the problem, but the problem was when I was supposed to get the money, you know, we have Pell Grants as an yeah. athlete. You know, you have to fill out your FAFSA forms, and mm-hmm. they decide off that how much you get paid per semester. Hey, okay. fam, I go there. I don't get my first payment until the end of December. Oh, no, sir. And I'm living off campus. I was just going to say, how are you living then? How is it? How is and I'm living off campus. I, I'm living at from... July, and I'm supposed to get a Pell Grant also while I was in summer school. And I started that earlier than everybody else. Right. Didn't get that. So from June, I'm out on my own with, and I'm just surviving off the money I got from open house from graduating. You know, (laughs) I had a big party. You know, people (laughs) gave you money and presents and stuff. (laughs) I came up, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Look at all that graduation money, baby. But at the same time, I'm not. I'm not really real. I didn't know that I would have to live off this money until December. So, of course, I'm splurging a little bit. Yeah, here, you know? got some J's. You know what I mean? About three, four, five. <laughs> Went crazy real quick <laughs> one time. You got to get right for your first year got of college. Got to. Come on. So, uh, so, everybody's getting their stuff around August, September. And uh, so a lot of the basketball players, we still like, yo, what's going on? Then October comes. Some of them get it. And I'm still waiting on mine. Like, okay. Man, I've waited till December to get my first check, so I'm living like a bum at this point. Like, oh, pretty boy. much just buying my food that I need. Like, it was no clothes being bought. Obviously, None that's that. done. That's done. Yeah, and then come to find out, I think somebody in the financial aid department gets fired because they found out they were stealing money or something. That's why y'all wasn't getting it. So this is not the NCAA. <laughs> this is this is your own institution. Our own institution. That'd be the worst, too, man. You go to an HBCU, you thinking everybody black here, we all here for everybody. And here y'all go, y'all niggas doing this shit, bro. <laughs> that is the worst, bro. Like, it's like, crazy, that man. Is terrible, it's crazy, man. That's so, and and through all this, you still stayed. Still stayed. Still stayed. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, you know, I contemplated it, I thought about it hard. It's just like, the good outweighed the bad. Yeah, it was a tough decision. That is a tough decision because I'm not gonna lie, man. Any lesser person would have been like, "Yo, fuck this! I, I need my money on time. I need it now." Like, yeah, my, like forget everything else. That money situation would have got most people about it. I ain't gonna lie. The other two freshmen left. They both transferred. Oh, bounce the other two from Georgia. Yeah, uh, you said one of them was from Georgia, right? One, one was from Georgia. He dipped, and the other dude was from Connecticut. He dipped. He ended up going to a junior college. Shouts out Connecticut. He, he went to Lamar. Then he ended up going to Lamar University and won a conference championship. There you go, smart man. <laughs> <laughs> bounced up out of that shit. So you there, okay, 
on last of the freshmen that came in with you, you um pissed about this money situation, everything's not how you thought it was. Do you use that as fuel to kill people the next year? How's this going? No, nah, I mean I didn't really have any fuel, I would say. I just I just knew I just had to get better. Like I said, I ended the freshman year, freshman season with a bang kind of on on a high note, I should say. And um, you know, I was just feeling I was feeling myself. I was really feeling myself kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, well <laughs> these know? stats definitely show up, my boy. Your shit damn near tripled. You went from right. uh, five point <laughs> seven to almost fifteen points a game, dog. Like starting every yeah, started started every game but one. Yeah, see, like, what you, you got hurt one game or something like that? Probably. Probably, probably had an argument. Like I said, I was feeling myself. I probably said something to the coaches the day before. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't start you. <laughs> Get your ass off yeah, the bench. Yeah, I was crazy. That, that was one of the things I, I regret being a young buck. But, you know, it's all about uh, being young. Okay, so you down there. Ty Crane on the shit. <laughs> hey, you know what I'm saying? I'm the only one averaging, like, double figures. So I'm like, man. I'm the only one, Stevens. <laughs> Y'all don't watch how y'all talk to me, man. <laughs> Feeling yourself down there. I'm talking about play defense. I'm like, no, give me the rock. Give me the rock. <laughs> you play defense. That's not my position. Yeah, these other dudes, they'll play it. So what is that like? I, I, I remember watching you, too, and watching your game transition because growing up, I always thought of you as like a – correct me if I'm wrong, but I always looked at you like a T-Mac type of player. You know what I'm saying? Long wing type of thing, can shoot, dribble, all kind of stuff. Um, how do you think your game kind of transitioned in college? Because it looked like to me they were using more as three, four though. You know what I mean, like a three, four kind of thing instead of like a two, three, which was what I normally see you play. Right, and that's because I went to a smaller Division One school. They weren't used to having six, six wings. Okay, everybody on the wing six feet, maybe. Every exactly. Okay. I'm six six. That's why that. That's why my teammates were gassing me like, "Whoa, this dude is really six six, and he could be a guard. He's a guard." Like not knowing he, that niggas other guards are six six, six seven, six eight. <laughs> right. So, it, it, but they just weren't used to it in our conference. You know what I'm saying? So my teammates see me like, "Yo, we we got a stud on our team." And, you know that was another ego booster right there. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so. We weren't used to it, and at, but at the same time, like I said, this wasn't a school for sports. Our coaches weren't producing pros at this school, so my game never really developed my sophomore and junior year, I would say. So sophomore year, I started off playing the three again, but then our, uh, four started getting injured, so I stepped down to the four to cover for them, and then we had other threes, you know, the backup three. He ended up moving to the starting three. But then they see me playing at the four, dominating the four. So it was like, and I could do it because the the competition in our in our conference it was it was it was low enough to where I could be the height I was playing the four. I didn't you Still didn't have to be six nine, folks. six ten. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I was I was down there getting right on them. So mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's how and that's how I kind of stayed at the four like halfway through my sophomore and all of my junior year, pretty much. I was just going to say, because I remember that last year you were there, you were playing mostly four. Exactly. I've seen your rebound numbers go crazy. Yeah, I was up there, bro. I I think you was averaging, yeah, that was was my high. 10.4, that was your average. Yeah. Um, I remember, let me see, freshman year, you were only averaging three rebounds. Sophomore year, jumped up to 7.8, and then – Again, the, it's it's showing these stats show. So junior year, ten point four. So you, I could tell you was down there banging. 
yeah, at the free throw line do. much more. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, well, sophomore and junior year, about the same. So now you playing strictly four. And, again, I know your game is mostly like you could dribble and shoot too. But as a four, right. you this is not like – this is not like you're playing the four in high school where you can like kind of leak out to the wing a little bit, maybe move to the corner a little bit or, you know, get high, high post and kind of work like KG. They got you really playing center ball almost. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, actually it was, we played four out one in for the most part. So it was still cool. Okay. So it what's was, your, was... you free throw line extended? No, I played a lot of pick and pop actually. Oh, a nice. lot. Nice. A lot of pick and pop. Of... I was out on the wing a lot. You know, still going from three point line, taking niggas in, driving all the way to the cup. So I, I mean, I had my space, all that. I didn't, I didn't do a lot of post up actually until I got overseas. Oh man, I seen that tape. <laughs> I yeah, seen that I tape. Do, I didn't More do a lot of post up until I went overseas, and then uh, yeah, then from from so then as as I'm preparing. Oh, back up. So as much like we talk, as we're on this topic, like you say, I could dribble, I could shoot. But it was still a couple things I was missing. I felt like you know what I'm saying they weren't they weren't. It, I wasn't out of college that produces pros. No knocks to the coaches, but, but that's not what they're the, doing. They don't know. They don't have the knowledge. They, and they told me out of their mouth. My junior year, I'm averaging 17 and 10, and they're looking at me like, "Man, you could be a, a second round draft pick this year if we could produce you, if we could develop you." And Swear we, to damn, God, my coach said mouth. that out of his mouth. Wow. I mean, at least that's honest, though, man. That's honest. That's something that, like, I mean, he might not even have been trying to be that honest in the moment, but shit, like, that's got to be kind of troubling. Oh, man, so frustrating. And I'm like, yeah, so just put me at the three so I can just work on my game and I can get ready, you know what I'm saying? So I can really show what I could do because I'll I'll have more upside at the three than the four. So let me play the three. Mm -hmm. And let me get back to it. But I was so out 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 of rhythm playing the three, it, it really probably wouldn't have worked at the time. Plus, they weren't really showing me what to do. So, you know, but it, it all worked out at the end. I mean. So, I, I, I guess that's probably something that led you to say, fuck the senior year, huh? The, what made me say bump the senior year got, I was ineligible beginning of my junior year. So, I missed the first 11 games, I want to say. Really? What was up with that? Okay, guys, this interview is kind of long, so I'm going to split it into two. So enjoy this first part now. The second part will come Thursday. But until Thursday, let this one kind of marinate into your pores. Enjoy it. Indulge all the way. But until Thursday, share this with your friends, share this with your enemies. But whatever you do, don't try to take my down because I got next. Peace.